Welcome to MSP Voice, the weekly show for MSPs by MSPs. Brought to you by CloudBerry, the number one cross-platform cloud backup. Learn more at cloudberrylab.com. This is MSP Voice. Hello and welcome to MSP Voice. This is episode number 47. Today I am joined in the interview by Craig Pollock out of the Los Angeles area. Um, Craig runs FPA Technology Services there. They're a boutique vendor. Um, Lots of really cool stuff that Craig talks about. You know, he's, they've been doing it for, for 28 years now. Uh, so definitely take a listen to the interview. Uh, some housekeeping items, mspvoice.com, your source for all things MSP Voice. Um, I've got information out there about our webinar series that I've posted. We've got uh, one from Ulistic, uh, the recording, as well as recording from Virtus Law. Um, also, uh, we'll have one from Netgear up later this week. So a lot of, a lot of good stuff coming with the, uh, the vendor uh, interviews and, and those types of things with the webinars. Um, also, I want to make sure to get your feedback. Um, MSPvoice.com, we're doing a survey. So there's a link in the show notes. It's also on MSPvoice.com. Scroll down, you'll find it. Um, fill it out and you could win one of $500 Amazon gift cards. So definitely take part in the survey and let us know how we're doing. We are coming up on our one-year anniversary next week. Uh, so we want to do the survey to get some feedback, maybe make some changes in the new year, uh, but definitely um, let us know how we're doing. All right, some MSP news this week. Uh, first off, we have Office Depot. Uh, they're doing some layoffs. So their, their CompuCom division um, has not performed or poor performance is, is what they have said. Um, so they're going to be doing some restructuring. Um, you know, their CEO said that their first quarter results were disappointing, driven primarily by poor performance at our CompuCom division. Uh, we've talked about Office Depot and CompuCom and them, them delivering nationwide MSP for a while. Um, it's been a subject many times on here. Um, but, you know, it's, it's something to, uh, to always take into consideration, you know, that there is there are companies out there that are looking to do this nationwide. Um, and it might be in your backyard and trying to take away some of your business. So if you have any stories um, where you, either you've won or you've lost against um, Office Depot, definitely uh, you know, write in, let us know. Um, would love to, to cover it. Um, hopefully it's more success than, than failure on, on that note. Um, next up is um, a, a bit of a twist. This story, I was originally gonna cover it as just an outage um, that affected um, ConnectWise customers in Europe on May 3rd, but um, late today, I actually got breaking news that it was, uh, it was actually ransomware um, or, or malware that, that took out the ConnectWise, uh, took out some services in ConnectWise's EU cloud. So um, in Europe, ConnectWise customers were um, unable to access the service for pretty much the entire day on Friday, May 3rd. Um, now they were able to recover from a backup um, it does mean that they lost some data um, from the, when the backup was taken to, you know, when they were able to get it restored. Um, so, you know, there's that, but it does appear that everything is back up and running. Um, you know, effective systems are, 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 are okay. Um, and they are offering a credit to customers who were affected. So, um, you know, initially it, you know, they, it, the original story didn't talk about malware or ransomware. Um, they've since revised that and, and let everyone know. Um, so, you know, just something to, to keep in mind. Um, you know, I, I think ConnectWise did an amazing job this time. Um, like I said, they, it doesn't appear that any customer data was compromised. Um, they were able to catch it. They were able to use their backup to get things back online. 
um, you know, cause a, a day of disruption, um, which, you know, that's terrible, but at least no customer data was taken and it doesn't appear that any ransoms were paid. Um, which coming up to our next story is another <laughs> ransomware story um, about a cloud service provider, uh, Cloud Jumper, um, that was affected. Um, it was actually a company that they had acquired um, was had, had gotten attacked by this RYUK ransomware. Um, now you know this is another hap actually happy ending, good story. Uh, Cloud Jumper was able to identify the issue, isolate the systems. They said it affected less than one percent of their MSP customers. Um, no data was was lost or stolen, and no ransom was paid. Uh, so you know I, I I bring these stories up because you know as MSPs. You know, you're, you're constantly going to be under attack and, you know, you always need to be vigilant, make sure your systems are patched, make sure your vendors systems are patched. <laughs> um, and then, you know, and also make sure your customers are protected because um, the crooks are out there looking to extort ransoms from as many people as they can. And MSPs are a very rich target for that. Uh, so check out these articles. Links are in the show notes on MSPVoice.com. Um, next up, I've got the interview with Craig Pollack. Again, great interview. And next week, we have a special episode for our one-year anniversary, so be sure to tune in for that. Um, and with that, have a great week, everyone. Hello and welcome. Today, I am joined by Craig Pollack with FPA um, out of the greater Los Angeles area, uh, LA County, I believe. Is that correct? That is correct. Awesome. Thank Craig, you. Wh why don't you tell us a little bit about uh, FPA, what you guys do, and, and how you do it? Great. Um, all right. So uh, we've been in business, uh, FPA Technology Services, we've been in business since 1991. So wow. I've been doing this quite a while, uh, 28 <laughs> yes. years. Um, when we started, uh, I founded it with my partner and myself. Uh, I've since bought him out. But when we started, we started as uh, basically a software uh, development and accounting system implementations. Okay. So we started on the software side. My background, I have a degree in computer science. I started as a developer. Uh, we used to like to say our elevator speech was we did three things. We did accounting system implementation, custom programming, infrastructure support, right? Okay. So basically uh, the software and the hardware, everything related to running your IT. Um, over the years, we've kind of morphed and basically Jettison, accounting system implementation, custom <laughs> programming, web development, and pretty much focus on um, implementation services, managed services. Uh, okay. You know, are we are we a true uh, MSP? You know, I don't know. Is anybody a true MSP these days? Uh, you know, we we derive probably about seventy percent, seventy five percent of our revenue from monthly recurring revenue. So. Uh, definitely a, a big chunk of our revenue is, is recurring revenue, okay. um, but, but still do some project work and outside the scope, but pretty much 100% of our clients are on some sort of recurring plan. We, we really yeah. don't take on any new clients that are uh, managed services. Um, yeah, that's, way, that's, about, way most, that's the way most are nowadays. <clears throat> you know, they've gotten out right. of break fix. You know, it doesn't sound like you really exactly. started in break fix, but, you know, most of them have gotten out of break fix and, um, you know, do the contracts, but you know, some projects here and there. So. <laughs> right. Right. So that, that's, that's my point about, is anybody a true hundred yeah. percent MSP? Right. Yeah. There's always some, some mix there. Um, we have about 25 staff. We're, we're very, very service focused. Um, out of the 25 staff, I do, uh, 
I don't want to say 100% of the selling because I just hired a salesperson, but okay. pretty much I'm sales and marketing. Yep. Uh, so we're very, very service focused. Um, we're very much about the client relationship. We're very much, um, if you notice, I use the word client, not customer. That's, that's mm -hmm. a really big sort of uh, uh, delineation for us. Okay. Uh, we really believe in the relationship. Um, we have tons of long-term relationships. We've got relationships with our clients that we have yours with 28 years ago that we still have. Mm -hmm. um, so for us, it's, it's really about the relationship. It's really about, you know, truly being a trusted advisor. Um, you know, we kind of position ourselves as a boutique IT services firm. Um, hopefully nobody okay. will steal this, but our tagline that we like to say is we're, we're Nordstrom and a sea of Walmarts. Okay. Um, that makes, in, it makes sense LA, to me. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's, you know, there's just a ton of business, ton of people. You know, we mm -hmm. probably have two, three hundred competitors out there. Wow. Uh, so it's a, you know, it's a, it's a very busy market. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've been out to, uh, Southern California uh, for a couple of events over the last couple of months, and uh, <clears throat> you know, great, great audience out there for us. You know, when we go to these events, um, you know, it's always, mm -hmm. always really good attendance, but. Uh, and, and I've talked to, to some folks, you know, that say, you know, that there's a lot of, there's a lot of opportunity, but there's also a lot of competition. Um, and, and, you know, how do you, how do you guys find that from a competitive standpoint out there? Um, yeah, there's, there's definitely a lot of competition. Um, so I think the thing is, is though, is that as we're trying to position ourselves as more of a, a higher end boutique handholdy. Mm -hmm. um, so the difficult part is finding the right sort of clients that fit that mold, right? It's, okay. It's clients who view IT not so much as a cost center, but a way to leverage technology to improve their businesses, right? Mm -hmm. And really increase profitability. Yeah. Um, you know, it's finding those owners that uh, kind of look at IT similar to, you know, again, like a Nordstrom versus a Walmart. It's, it's the owner drive a Mercedes or does the owner drive a Hyundai, right? I mean, <laughs> either one will get you there, but one gets you there with a little bit different experience, right? Yeah. And so that, that's what we're looking to bring is, is an enterprise level service to the small to mid-sized businesses. Okay. Yeah, I, I did. I noticed on, on your website that um, you say do more work for fewer clients, not a little mm -hmm. bit of work for a lot of clients um, and form a right. partnership with the clients. You know, that's, that's part of your credo. Um, which I, which I found interesting because most people would be like, Hey, I want to work with everybody I can. <laughs> that's yeah, the Walmart well, approach. That's something, yeah. I mean, that's exactly, it's a shotgun approach. Uh, yeah. it's something that you learn over time, right? I mean, the stronger you get, the easier it is to say no, right? And you become, <laughs> yep. um, you know, as much as everybody says you need to focus, you need to focus, you need to focus. It, it, it takes a while to hear that message until you finally go, yeah, I get it. Okay. You know, the, the money's money, but sometimes you know right it's the hidden costs that kill you yeah and and it, those are lessons that you have to learn the hard way okay now do you do you, do you guys focus on any particular verticals um you know i, I know that's what a, a lot of msps are out there kind of saying hey we only do dental or we only do this or x y or z um do you guys right. find yourselves doing that yeah actually we have three verticals that i think are our, our core focus you know you could both on four or five, but mm -hmm. um, registered investment advisors, uh, private okay. money managers. So they're registered mm -hmm. with the SEC. So obviously tons of compliance issues. 
um, CPAs and business management firms. There's, okay. you know, again, in, in LA, there's a ton of business management firms running <laughs> tax and whatnot. Uh-huh. Uh, the third one's manufacturers and distributors. And that's okay. uh, kind of a, a, as a leftover from our ERP days. So we did a lot of ERP work with manufacturers, distributors. Um, so we got really good at those three verticals. Yeah. Okay. Great. Good. Because um, you know, sometimes I, I've heard of even, you know, trying to get even more narrow and, and things like that, especially in a competitive market. But um, right. you know, it sounds like you guys have, you know, have found your great skill set and quality set and, and you're, you're finding, you know, finding the right clients um, to, to, you know, for your services. So, you know, right. the Nordstrom approach, so to speak. <laughs> right. Right. Well, I think also, you know, you, you, you have to look at all businesses, you know, over, over the life cycle, of, of that business, right? Or mm-hmm. the lifetime of that business. And so uh, since we had been in business for so long and had gotten to a certain size during the whole time and materials life cycle of the business, yeah. right? Uh, because we, we started doing managed services probably in about 2009, right? Okay. So almost 10 years now. Yeah. Um, but, you know, when you're small, it's real easy to shift. When you're bigger, it's harder and it takes more time, right? It's mm-hmm. like the analogy I use is it's, you know, you're working on the airplane while it's in flight, right? <laughs> you got to keep the business moving forward. So you can't just go, Oh, we're just going to focus on these verticals and jettison everybody else. Well, yeah. you know, when you have 20, 25 people, that would be a big, you know, organizational change that you have to deal with. <laughs> so, you know, you slowly start chipping away and slowly start moving in these different areas. Um, so over the years, our expertise has grown in these different areas, but also allowed us to focus. Um, like you said, do, do more for less. Um, you know, it, it's interesting because a, a company of our size with 25 staff, mm-hmm. we have about 60, 65 active clients. Okay. Uh, and so, you know, often I'll come to HCG or IT Nation or, or DataCon or wherever we go, right, and, and talk mm-hmm. to other uh, other businesses in other areas. And usually companies have a lot more clients for the size that we're at, right? It's yeah. usually a couple hundred. Um, mm-hmm. It's just for us, again, if we can focus and, and do really good work uh, for, for a smaller client base, it just it just allows us to be a lot deeper in there. Okay. Now, are you, are you guys, are you looking, are you looking to grow beyond, you know, cause like you said, you got 25, 25 folks now, which is pretty good size for, for most of the MSPs, you know, th- throughout the U S um, are you, mm-hmm. are you looking to kind of, you know, continue to, to, to grow that and, and get up to 30, 40, 50 folks in the, in the future? Uh, that's the goal. <laughs> uh, right now we're, you know, our, our efforts and our focus is to do that organically. I mean, yeah. we'd love to do some M&A and buy up some other companies, but I think we, you know, our, our goal is, um, our goal is to solve the sales problem, you know, our sales mm-hmm. issue and really grow organically. And once we have that, um, then it's to bolt on. So yeah, definitely our goal is to get to 30, 40, 50, um, and, and enjoy the ride doing that. Yeah. No, no, you know, you, you mentioned earlier that you just brought on your first salesperson and that you had been right. doing all the sales before that. Now, had you ever tried to hire salespeople before or is this the, your first foray, foray into this? Um, no, we've, we've tried in the past, okay. um, unsuccessfully. Um, you know, I think it's, it's a very long-term play, right? And, mm-hmm. and because 
um, we're all about the relationship and all about the trust. Um, you know, no different than everybody else, but the reality is, is um, we're not making it up in volume. So we really yeah. um, have to get pretty deep in the, in the, in the relationship development um, uh, to make the sales process happen. So okay. that means, you know, um, having a, a pretty long-term investment with uh, getting a salesperson up to speed. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that for us, you know, the, the, the magic is, 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 is about our story and being able to communicate that. And that's a difficult okay. thing for somebody who's not, I don't say not the owner, but somebody who hasn't lived through a lot of those stories. It's yeah. kind of hard. Yeah. It, it, there's a little bit more credibility coming from you, you know, when you, when right. you're out there in the sales, cause you know, you're, <laughs> you're the, you're the guy, you know, you're, right. you're the right. owner. So, um, you know, having someone else come in and, and try to tell that same story can, can sometimes be a little difficult, but, um, you know, right. if they can get the process started and just bring you in for, for part of it. So, you know, you can, you know, they can meet you and, but yet still handle the rest of the sales cycle. I'm, I'm assuming that's probably how you'd like to get it to eventually. Uh, definitely. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think right now, uh, we've, we've spent a lot of time the last couple of years really getting our service delivery dialed in. Um, okay. And, and so we're kind of at the point that over the last couple of years, we've invested a lot in marketing and, and getting, you know, really sort of the lead gen portion going. Okay. And so it, it feels like a long time, but at the same time, it feels like we've gotten the right, you know, taken the right steps and gotten the right ducks in a row per se to be at the place where now we can be successful with, with our sales um, approach. Okay. So yeah. about those marketing efforts um, and advertising and, you know, Lead generation, mm -hmm. any, um, you know, tips that you have? I mean, anything that's, that you found that, that works really well for you without giving away any, any secret sauce to, to one of your competitors out right. there? <laughs> uh, well, you know, what I've come to learn is you kind of have to do everything, right? It's mm -hmm. like there, there is no magic bullet. Um, so referrals are really big. So you got to be really integrated with your clients and the relationships and developing those, those you know, what we'd like to say is developing raving fans. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, we do a lot of stuff with inbound marketing. So okay. you know, from um, our website's built on HubSpot. We do a mm -hmm. lot of inbound um, recurring emails, uh, workflows, uh, um, social marketing. So there's, there's a lot of having our presence out in the marketplace. Um, again, it's, you know, the difficulty is, um, selling what's different or unique about us versus everybody else. Cause everybody, yeah. I mean, we all have the same story. You go to our websites, we all say the same thing. <laughs> so, you know, how do we really communicate the difference? And I think, um, you know, again, maybe with giving away a little bit of the secret sauce, is, <laughs> you know, if, if, if you go to our website, um, you'll see us, right? You're, yeah. You won't see any, you don't see any canned pictures. We don't have any stock photography. It's all us. Yeah. So the, the point being, let's try to communicate what the experience is going to be like. What are you going to get? You know, who are you going to talk to? This mm -hmm. is us. So okay. really trying to make it real as opposed to, uh, you know, especially when you're smaller, you're trying to give off a bigger air. So you have a lot of yeah. stock photos of these mm -hmm. different people. Personally, even if you're small, I'd rather see who you are because that's going to build a trust factor immediately. Yeah. And I think that's the big thing is, you know, how do you gain people's trust? Okay. Right. That's no, it's all about. Exactly. Cause you know, you're asking them to spend a lot of money 
on a, on a recurring basis and uh, they need to be able to trust you that to know that uh, you're going to be a good partner for them to move forward with. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, um, so, you know, thinking about, you know, your journey in this services, you know, mm -hmm. how you started off with, you know, some of that accounting software and now you're kind of, you know, in the, in the, we'll call it managed services. Um, right. What advice do you have for someone who's out there just getting started who, you know, your, maybe your, your next competitor out there. Any advice? <laughs> uh, any advice? Uh, you know, the, the, the one thing that I wished I had done, because I was always about service delivery and mm -hmm. always about the quality of the service, and, and, and not that we shouldn't be. <laughs> Obviously, that's, that's the bread and butter, right? That's, yeah. just, uh, right, that's just to be in the game is, is you got to be able to deliver. Um, I wish I had focused on sales and marketing way more, way earlier. Okay. That, that would be my thing is, is, you know, it's, I don't say it's easy to grow, but it's easy to grow to a certain size without mm -hmm. sales and marketing. Yeah. But you're going to get stuck. It's going to be a continuous thing that you get stuck and it's going to take a lot longer. I think if you can really get the sales and marketing dialed in and there's lots of companies out there now that that'll help you get over that. Yep. Um, you know, and, a lot of it is, is not that anybody does anything differently right, between all these different companies that, that help you on the sales and marketing side. I'd say the big thing is partnering with somebody to hold you accountable, right? The big thing is just getting it done. Yeah. Doing yeah. It, right. That, that's the big thing. So that, that, that would be my, my one piece of advice is sales okay. and marketing sooner. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> yeah. um, you mentioned a couple, you mentioned a couple of things about going to events and some peer groups, you know, what, Mm -hmm. From a community perspective of, you know, other MSPs, what, uh, you know, where do, where do you participate? Um, right. Or what do you recommend um, people well, participate big, in? Right. I mean, the, 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 I'd say the biggest one right now, and, and, and actually, you know, I'm prepping right now for my meeting next week is uh, HTG, okay. um, which, you know, I guess now it's called ConnectWise, IT Nation Evolve. Uh, I, I, I don't still remember. trying to deal with all the IT Nation <laughs> names, you know, I don't know which is which, but still call it HTG. Yeah. Uh, so I used to be a member of Vistage. I don't know if you're familiar with Vistage. Uh, I've it, heard of them. It, it, was, it used to be called Tech and it was Vistage, but it's a business owners group. It's a local mm -hmm. group. Um, sort of similar to HTG, but it's, it's all different types of businesses and all different okay. sizes of businesses. Yeah. Um, so it's really good in terms of developing you as a CEO and a leader, but uh, you know, HTG is specific to our industry, yeah. exactly what we do. Um, the SLI incorporated, you know, the component of SLI service leadership mm -hmm. um, and, and the KPIs and, and metricizing your business and comparing your business from a financial footprint against everybody else's. Mm -hmm. I, I think that's priceless. Like okay. anybody of any decent size who can do it, I would say do it in, in a heartbeat. It, it, it's great, you know. Obviously, you got to partner up with, with the right group and get lucky with yep. the right group. And I, I have a great group and a great group of guys, but, um, yeah, no question. You know, HTG would be my number one recommendation. Okay. Yeah. And I know, you know, there's, you know, peer groups out there, you know, for, for MSPs, you know, there's, you know, there's right. a bunch of them out there and, uh, there are. You know, I've, I've talked to several, you know, and, and that's one thing I like about this industry is, you know, people are willing to share, um, you know, and right. you know, the, the idea of the peer group is, you know, you're, you 
you may or may not compete. Hopefully, you know, you're not paired up with, with other companies mm -hmm. you're competing with directly, but you know, there's no reason why you can't share what you're doing in Los Angeles with somebody in New York or, or Chicago or, or some other, you know, large market such as yourselves. Right. No, it's been great. And, and not only from, uh, I mean, personally, not only from the, the getting, but from the giving, right. It's yeah. like, it's, it's, it's really encouraging, you know, for people to go, Oh, how do you do that? Oh, that sounds great. I mean, you know, can I get a copy of that? Can we do this? Can we work mm -hmm. together? Uh, it's, it's great. I mean, it's, it's a real opportunity to share, not just, you know, receive. So yeah. it's pretty cool. Cool. Yeah. Great. Um, let's switch to technology here for a minute. Um, cause you know, we're, sure. we're, we're technologists. Um, yeah. <laughs> in a way. we're not doing sales and marketing. Um, right. so thinking about technologies, whether it's what you do for work or consumer tech, what technologies are you most excited about? Whether it's something here now or, or something on the, on the horizon. That I'm most excited about. Wow. Uh, you know, uh, <laughs> off guard there. Oh. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I do like the way that the community and the tools have come together of late in, in mm -hmm. terms of um, ConnectWise, BrightGage, MSPCFO, uh, you know, I could, I could name a couple others, but I'm kind of blanking on them. But <laughs> the, right. the concept of, you know, Cognizant, we're kind of looking at, there's a, there's mm -hmm. a couple other where, where we can really start um, slicing and dicing, you know, I'm just a big metrics guy and a big KPIs okay. guy mm -hmm. and, and being able to slice and dice information about your clients, about your configs, about your staff, just, you know, how to really, really run this business as, as efficiently and effectively as possible okay. from a number standpoint is, is really exciting. I feel like we're, we're just kind of starting, you know, we've, we've been gathering data for years and years and years. And mm -hmm. now we're to the point where, you know, we've got AI and DI and a lot of other capabilities um, to really slice and dice this data and, and, and take our business to the next level using. Okay. It. So I think that's pretty cool. Um, you know, the thing is, is it's interesting because, um, I think we live in such an, an interesting time, right? Um, people <laughs> forget say that. <laughs> about where we've come from and, you know, I mean, forgetting about the politics and well, everything yeah. else about how crazy it is. But I mean, just from a technology standpoint, when we sit here and talk about our iPhones and what it can do um, and the power there and just how much it's changed our lives and um, how our businesses need to change to integrate um, you know, away from the desktop to more of this distributed technology across so many yeah. different devices, yeah. you know, it's, it's, and, and half the battle is technology is changing so fast. And for us in the industry who get it, not a problem. We deal with it, right? It's just a natural thing. No big deal. Mm -hmm. But our clients, everything's a black box. Everything is why do why don't my network just work work like this? Yep. Why can't yep. I just do an upgrade and everything just works? Why can't I just set up my server myself? Uh, so I think the big issue over the next X number of years is how do we educate our clients and our client base to really understand technology mm -hmm. um, and have the right perspective around it, um, just so that they can be more you know successful with it with us. Yeah. Right. I think yeah. that's a big thing that we're going to have to go through. Yeah. And, you know, even, you know, people talk about millennials, you know, that they embrace technology. They do to a point, but when it comes, mm -hmm. you know, I think sometimes when it comes to how does it all work, 
how's it all connected on the back end? You know, that's kind of where it falls apart um, right. sometimes. And then I also know for, for the older generations, um, they just don't necessarily understand anything sometimes. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, it is, you know, it's, uh, it can be right. difficult uh, trying to, you know, explain things um, to, to say, you know, well, you shouldn't, you should do it this way, not that way. And it's like, well, why, um, you know, it's like, well, that's cause how it works. And, you know, it's just, it can be hard sometimes with all these changes. Right. Yeah. It's, you know, why do we need to upgrade? We just did it last year. Well, yeah. no, actually that was eight years ago and you're running 2003 and uh, <laughs> 16 year old operating system, but <laughs> right. But, but it works. Why do I need it to works. change it? Well, yeah. But, you know, let's have a deeper conversation. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, are you ready for our rapid fire route? Throw them at me. Sure. Okay. These are quick, easy. Okay. Um, six of them. So first up, Apple or Android? Oh, Apple. Okay. Mac, Linux, Painfully. or Win? Huh? Painfully, but okay. Oh, well, <laughs> next up, Mac, Linux, or Windows? Uh, Windows. Okay. Cloud services, Amazon, Azure, Google, someone else? Uh, either Azure or someone else. Okay. Private label, white label, yeah. Okay. Uh, backups, local, cloud, or both? Both, no question. Okay. Virtualization, should you always virtualize? Yes. Okay. It's an easy answer, but it depends. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and finally, which is worse, printer support or vendor cold calls? Ooh. Well, I don't do printer support, so I have to say vendor, <laughs> vendor cold call. Okay. Well, a lot so of people are like, I can hang up on a vendor. I can't hang up on the printer, but no. That's true. That's true. <laughs> but yeah, your, your days of, of printer support are probably long past. So, yeah. um, so, you know, this has been great. Uh, Craig, I really appreciate you, you coming on and, uh, and being with us. Uh, before we leave, any final any final words you want to leave to our audience out there? Uh, any final word? The only final words that I would say is, um, you know, one one of my pet peeves, one of our pet peeves here, is mm -hmm. is the word customer. Okay. So, what I would say is, please, 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 as an industry, <laughs> let's start calling our clients clients. Oh. Uh, the reason being customers are stuff we sell stuff to clients are people we have relationships with. Yeah, that, we want to be seen yeah. as a professional firm, then we work with clients. So that, that's what that I makes say. perfect sense. All right. So yeah. cool. we'll, we'll put the no, no, no on the customer. Yes. On the, on the clients. There you <laughs> go. Thank Great. you. Appreciate, appreciate Great. the soundboard. Yes. Uh, thanks. Thanks for coming on again. And uh, I hope to uh, maybe meet you one of these days at, at one of these conferences. Yeah, definitely. In person, it would be great. All right. Well, thanks, thanks for a having lot. me. I appreciate it. Thank you. All right. Take care.